Hello? Maybe you hear me all right? I can hear you fine, Chris. Oh, okay, good. So, will I just be hearing it? And crack a tinny. That as well. I wasn't sure if that was a hearing aid or a tinny. I didn't want to eat it. I probably shouldn't have said that. Right, uh, so... Both. So, welcome to Mr. Clyde Presents the Falkman and Winter Soldier. We're two geeks that are going to attempt to talk you through what happened in that last episode and Invincible and probably other random sidebars where it ends up. Yep. So... I am Will Brown. This is my good friend Christopher James Aikman. I don't know why I full named you, but I always seem that I do. <laughs> yeah, thanks. That's alright. It's not my full name on Facebook, so people can't find me. Yeah, I like the name that you were using before, though. Your pseudo name. Ah, uh, yeah, I was using my granny's old name. I tried that for a bit. It didn't work for me. So. I would also like to thank Inverclyde Boiler Company, again, Chris, <laughs> who have got a new showroom on 18 Orangefield, who are running a competition right now on Facebook and Instagram. And if you, only for people in Inverclyde, if you like, share and say beer on their post, you'd be in to win one of those Crips machines, Chris, you know, those pint pulling machines. All right, that's awesome. That's that's from Shane. So that's that's that out of the way. Our sponsor, a boiler. Would be good for this weekend when we're finally allowed to meet outside again. Is that next? Ah, it's next week. It's a week after. And, but if you really think about that, there are only like four pubs in Greenock that you could probably drink in, and are they doing like? Ways that you only can drink in it for two hours at a time and stuff, are they? No, but you can drink in gardens now. Six people from six households. No, six six people from six households. Is that right? I can't remember. Who knows anymore? Some... I have no, I have no clue. I just know that people started doing stupid things of booking, of like the same way they do with like sneakers and tickets and stuff is like booking beer gardens then selling them on eBay so you could buy a space in a beer garden for two hours. I forgot to say. Yeah. Nice and you'd never expect that. You just go up and say like a typical Scottish second name like my Smith or Brown or McKenna or something like that and they'll oh either the one book for you, don't worry about it. Act a wee bit angry. All right. So, <laughs> if you follow and like him, follow and like the Facebook and Instagram page, you can win a pint cooling machine from Inverclyde Boilers. Is that from Inverclyde Boilers that are sponsoring that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, so what did you think of four since, since you were quizzing last week and couldn't, and couldn't play? How did the quiz go anyway? If you did, all... did all right. went alright. We did it a wee bit. Made the questions a wee bit harder than we think they were expecting. Chris is a quiz master at well. Well, we'll, we'll let you. Pl- I'll plug yep. it, Chris. Plug away. Uh, if, if this one was just a, it was a Patreon fan match for a Patreon I'm on. 
uh, but also do help uh, sometimes play on Full Metal Media and featured presentation productions on Facebook if you look them up. They do accept all players if you want to join in. And funnily enough, on Sunday nights, starting about maybe 10, 11 o'clock, they do their they do their t- their random teams matches. I've seen you on one of them before, but I was times. trying to cheat and say, I tried to cheat and send you answers, but didn't realise there were like a lag, and I could see your phone going like a couple of a couple of seconds later, and I was like, oh. <laughs> oops. Yeah, I had to apologise to us afterwards. I was like, what the hell is this? All the why did my phone keep beeping? Oh, it was my mate texting me. He did better than I did. Because <laughs> some that I, I knew, and some I was players. like. Like again, Chris, maths, English stuff like no good, but eighties movies by John Hughes, like I should have a doctorate in it, like nonsense shit like that, like real real information. Yep, we have one of the guys on there goes by by the name of Alan Smithy. If you know that name, (laughs) he I guess he directed was it American History X? Uh, Was it American History X? I know we. Alan Smithy was credited for June because David Lynch didn't want to put his name on it. And he also did American History X because the guy thought there were too much basketball really? in it, I believe. Yeah. Or he wanted yeah. to at least anyway. Really? I thought American History X was a famous director. I have to look this up now. I've not always. Tony K. I'm- he wasn't very happy sure, with like yeah. Edward, the Ed Norton film. Yeah. I... As soon as you put American, it comes up American History X, and it says Kane was unsatisfied with the final cut, so he tried to use the name, the unofficial pseudo name. Oh, credits. that's right. Yeah. That's right, because they uh, Hollywood retired the name. They wouldn't let directors use it after a while because people started to get wise to it. I wonder, I wonder what they use now. If a director doesn't want to be associated, do they just put some random jobber's name on it? Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, here we put the key grip's name as the director. He'll do it. Yui Ball. Every time, just Yui Ball. <laughs> Fairness, he'll put his name on anything, so he'd probably take credit for it. Mm-hmm. What did Yui Ball actually made? I know he made like more. I'm all, sure he made. He did he do Dead or Alive? He, I don't know if he did Dead or Alive. He did Alone in the Dark. And Postal. And Postal. No, Dead or Alive was someone else. Dead or Alive was only actually famous because it had a thing that you can move the, the jiggle rate, I think it was called. Directed by Corey Ewan and G.F. Lawton. Oh, written by G.F. Lawton. Yeah, oh, God, I forgot Holy Valance was in the film. It was... I'm sure I've watched it. I'm sure I've, I've, I've sat and thought it's a good idea to watch. I've, I've, seen it at least, I've seen it at least three or four times. I don't know why. Right, I had an idea also for the weeks that we don't have a series to watch out. And I want to oh. see what your, what your thought is. Because we want to carry this on. I want to watch Marvel Cinematic Universe, what? Marvel movies that aren't in the Cinematic Universe. Maybe the first one, Howard the Duck, if you can be bothered. Blade, because it really showed <laughs> you that a character 
that no one gave a shit about in 1999 like could make money like that's a big deal and also because of what happened in the Winter Soldier this week to watch the David, the David Hasselhoff uh, what's his fucking name again the Samuel Jackson guy I always forget that Nick Fury yeah, the Nick Fury movie with oh, David Hasselhoff. Oh, for fuck's sake, I've forgotten about that. I've never actually because... seen it. Oh, I've I've seen it. It's it's very, very bad. It was on Sky many years ago. How have I never seen that, actually? That is... How have I made... Oh, how have I to make it my life without seeing that? It's bizarre. It's because it was... It's awful, Chris. It's... It's... It's awful. Like a scale of of Howard the Duck to the first Punisher movie. How bad? Oh, well. Flash Gordon-y. Like, it's it's bad, but it has has fun bits. Because it's David Hasselhoff and he's chewing scenery the whole time. He's just chewing. It's, It's overacted. It's terrible. It's lit on the nineteen ninety seven budget of of Marvel, which is just before they were bought. It's it's terrible. But the character of Andrea von Stucker Viper or no it's Agent Contesta Valentina is played by Lisa Rina in it. Alright. Who you may know from the Real Housewives of the Beverly Hills. Or where she played Taylor McBride in Melrose Place. She was oh, also right, in she was also in Community. What, what was the name again? Vinay, uh, Lisa Rinna. Oh God, I know the name, but I can't picture her face. I'd have to see. But make sure I click the right one. Lisa Rinna played in like, Azure. As you've watched too much community, I'll give you the name of the character that she played and that you'd probably be able to get it, like the same way I'd do with fucking Doctor Who stuff. <laughs> Let me find it. She played Chantel Cahill in The Art of the Dis- the Discourse. Does that mean anything to you? Nope. Completely lost. Does even see what series that is? I'm not even going to bother looking for that. Lisa, so, oh, her. Yeah, okay. she originally Gosh. played the character. It, it, it's like almost hate watch. I don't know how many films you've got as a hate watch that you're just like, I don't know why I'm watching this. I hate this, but I'm going to end up watching it anyway. Donnie Darko. <laughs> I just hate that film. And you know what's fell into that Donnie Darko thing of like. Everyone loved it at the time, but when you watch it now, it's a bit shit. Drive. I'd rather watch Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy was actually fairly good. There, a Donnie Darko, a Donnie S. Darko, which is his sister, where she's fighting a monster. I've never seen the sequel. Exactly. It's in the same sort of merit as, remember, there were Cruel Cruel Intentions 2 and 3 that no one ever fucking bought. Or Ginger Snaps 2 and 3, where one of them goes into the past and becomes a werewolf. Yeah, I, wonder this, I wonder if this is how she got the part. I wonder if this is how she got the part in 
Nick Fury. Apparently, she was an episode of Baywatch, which as you would also. Yeah. <laughs> Our Baywatch podcast is coming up soon, Chris. Where we'll rewatch every episode of Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe oh, move God. on to Baywatch Nights, which was. Oh, okay. <laughs> when Chip went on to solve crime at night after the beach closed because the beach yeah, never not, closes did, did it not get kind of X-Filesy for a few episodes as well did it not have like oh, yeah, the, it went kind of bizarre oh, were, it went kind of off the rails oh yeah aliens landed on that beach and David Hasselhoff and CJ or PJ Pamela Anderson had to like solve that because at the time in 95 and 96 X-Files was hot and everyone wanted a piece of that so Hasselhoff started solving unsolved mysteries on the beach at night. Because crime doesn't stop on the beach, Chris. So I wonder, does, does that mean did Disney now own the rights to that old Nick Fury, Fury movie? Oh, um, did, did they put that on Disney Plus if they wanted to? I don't know who it was actually made by. It might be a Warner Brothers nonsense. Yeah, that's what I'm just wondering. Because it, it was a TV movie, I know that much. It wasn't no, even released cinematically. It says it's a Marvel Entertainment Group, so they put their money to it, but it's 20th Century Fox, so why? They own it. Oh, yes, they, it does. They do own it now. <laughs> they will bury that shit. That will never come out. They'll put it in the... I think that in the Captain America movie, where they've got fake ears on the, on the helm. Yeah, you know the one I'm good. talking about? Another one you're talking about. Because they'll never put uh, the Bruce Banner Hulk with the cool music and like painted up Luther Ingo on the telly again. I thought that was awesome. Before you need CG, just find a really, really buff dude and paint him green. Yeah, apparently that was hellish for him. I actually just watched that episode of Comic Book Men where he comes in to train Brian. Do you know also, Chris, that he wears hair nudes? He was bu- that's why he got buff. Which you should do. Be inspired by Luther Ringo. Who is that? <laughs> exactly. Luther Ringo is is partially deaf. In that, oh yeah, that's exactly. yeah, because he got bullied in school and all through his life, like because he talked funny. Yep, um, he does mention that. He mentions that in the show. All right, we're, we're I know we're sideboarding here, but if you ever watched <laughs> pump, <laughs> if you ever watched Pumping Iron, yes. Yes, Elder Foy yeah. forced me to watch it, remember. It's, it's yeah. fucking brilliant. <laughs> like, Schwarzenegger is such a, a heel in that. He's such a bad guy, but he's so lovable at the same time where he, he goes and tells he goes and tells Luther Ingo that because of the, the, the time difference in Austria that he's already phoned his mum and won, so that he's got no chance of winning now and all this. And he, he just breaks Luther Ingo around the breakfast table. It's, it's so funny, but weird at the same time. Yeah it's, a, yeah, it's a bizarre movie. And it has the coming all the time logo. Every time we have a pump, that he's coming. I wonder how long it's going to be until we get, get Arnie in the MCU. Everyone else has been in it. You know he's got to come in at some point. They'll, they'll put him in it somewhere. They'll be... Because Stallone's in it. Stallone's already there. Is he? Who's he in yeah. the MCU? He is one of the Ravagers. Remember the original team that showed up? Oh, right. I never knew that. So, 
in the second thingy movie, in the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie, yeah. the original team shows up, which is him, oh, Ving Rhames. Oh, God, that's right. Aye, right at the end of the movie, that's right. I, I, do, I do remember that now. I've only seen the second one once, so that's why I didn't remember it very well. Uh, a male robot that presents as female, uh, voiced by Miley Cyrus, also. Oh, that's right. But it's only yeah. a head, and they all get together and go, we should be inspired by them. Then they fly off in the, the original Ravager team. That's right, yep. It is. I really enjoy the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. That's a, it just showed you that Marvel could be like, oh, are you over there? Name five random characters, we'll throw them in and we'll make a movie and we'll still make more money than God. Yeah. It's pretty much what they've done with all of them. They, they picked all the B-rate characters and jobbers because they didn't have the rights to any of their own ones, the good ones. It, yeah. it shows you, though, that they, they could do it. because. But if you think about that formula, that's what they did with Blade. I mean, who did they have? They had Iron Man to... Fairly big had, in the comics. Not, you know, he's not huge. Then they had Thor. Not, you know, it's like, they're, kind of, they're kind of B-listers. Yeah, they were all B-listers because they, they sold all the other ones for money. No one wanted Iron Man. And it was in development hell because originally who they wanted to play Iron Man was was Tom Cruise. <laughs> okay. They wanted a, a Born in the Fourth of July Tom Cruise to play Tony Stark. But I, I think that if I go quiet for a second, it's I'm um, connecting to the correct internet here because I just wrote stuff up. All right, hi. Right. So let me get back to what I was what I was talking about before. Are you back, Chris? Yep. Oh, I never mentioned this. I should have mentioned it right off the top of the show that. On Mouth of the Clyde today, on the Sunday brunch, due to the fact that every paper was just covered in covering that funeral yesterday, <laughs> and Ash was also on the phone to to the doctors at the same time on the NHS twenty four. It just didn't go. It was like, did you get any news from the papers today? And you're like, yeah, Prince Philip get buried. What about you? Aye, Prince Philip get buried. Aye, aye. <laughs> no, that's pretty much it. And that, that was it. There were nothing. There were... I had to go to the Daily Star and find stories about <laughs> someone in Birmingham that was throwing... The, the, someone in a, a scheme in Birmingham that's throwing vegetables into people's gardens and cheese. Like, that's... That's how bad it got. Like, it was... It was dire. Just literally every paper, full-page spreads of Prince Philip. Oh, on the sun today, Chris, there were 24 pages... In the regular paper, then a thirty-page pullout of his oh. life and funeral, and they'll use that photo of like the queen sitting on her Todd because she's waiting for everyone else to come in. They're like, "Look how sad she is. She's just sitting there." And if it was anyone else, if they, she would have been checking her phone, but she was not because she is the queen. <laughs> I'm not sure if she texts. I would. I would always love to find that out. Nah, do you I'm, think that she gets someone to text for her? I'm pretty sure. I mean, she's pretty old. I don't think... Have you ever seen an old person try and work a touchscreen phone? Does, does your grand text? 
Uh, no, my grand, my grand is. That's why I was thinking because my grand has trouble with touchscreen phones. She ended up using her old phone back because she was like, but it it looks all together and like, but she texts. Betty texts. Yeah, I don't think the Queen's it, posting an Insta. Someone does. Someone, I'm sure she's got a, a Twitter account anyway. She's moved with the times. Right. Oh, I'm sure they so, that. I'm sure they <laughs> that one. I'm just getting on topic again. We actually started on the Winners Falcon when it was over yet. Right, so episode four, Chris, <laughs> was last week that we didn't cover. <laughs> oh. I've literally, I've just been fast-forwarding through it while we're talking so I can try and remember what happened in episode four. I did watch it last week. I just didn't get time to come on the show, unfortunately. I I remember because I, I was here and you were not, but I didn't go on it. I, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm just your shoes could it. not be filled. Sorry, I just, I just keep fast-forwarding through and I'm just keep remembering how amazing that Zemo's pimp coat is. Oh, you, was that the dancing episode? Uh, no, that, that, that was the episode before. This was the one where they go to... Is it Latvia they go to, I think? Latvia, not Latvia, not Latvia area. Yeah, they go. Yeah, they go there, and it's like the not. I was going to say prison camp. It's not fucking prison camp. Uh, refugee camp. There we go. Yeah, and it showed like in that it showed you again with it. Like, he's a trained the uh fuck. I forgot his name again. That Falcon is a no. Oh. Falcon. It shows you that. He can talk people down and shit through that whole thing. Like, oh yeah, he's, the, he's, the whole scene with uh, yeah. Carly Mon- Montang, Montu. She is a trained. Right, so I've got this thing here. Right, Bucky Barnes and Sam Wilson travel to Berlin to talk to imprisoned Zemo. Wait, the whole world <laughs> watching <laughs> this episode. <laughs> yeah, you're in the wrong episode. Wrong episode. So Bucky Barnes is confronted by Eo of the Dormarati at the beginning, who has come for Helmut Zemo, the terrorist that killed uh, King T'Chata in Captain America Winter Soldier. Or was was oh, that one? Right. It wasn't Winter Soldier. It was uh, Civil was War. One after Winter Soldier, Civil War. Uh, as Barnes broke him out of prison to help him find the terrorist gang, the Flag Smashers. He gives Barnes eight hours to use Zemo before the Wakandans come in for him. Barnes, Zemo and Sam Wilson investigate the camp in Latvia where the Flag Smashers synthesize I can't say that word housing and teach people how to displace for half the life to return in after the blip. Zemo discovers where the memorial service is being held by Donna Mad- for Donna Madani the adoptive mother of the Flag Smashers leader Carly Ian Wilson and Barnes confronted by John Walker and his partner Lamar Hoskins who witnessed the conversations that he speaks to Carly or Carly? No. Is it Carly? Carly Monty? It's, it's Carly, yeah. I, just, I can't say her last name. I, it's either Montang or Montu or something. Yeah, we'll Montang. just call her Carly. Yeah, just, let's just, just stick with Carly. That's easy enough. All right, so he goes in to speak to then Wilson attempts to persuade the changes from violent messages. Interrupted by the impatient war, leads to a fight. Zemo shoots Carly and causes her to drop the vials, which begins to smash. Walker stops Zemo and retrieves a single vial. 
Eo and Delamarty come and Walker refuses to hand him over. Eo and Dora come and show in the fight. Walker is humiliated when they escape. Walker later discusses the super soldier film with Hoskins, talking about power and all that sort of stuff. Then Carly plans to invite the group and use Wilson's sister to lure her, then talk to him again. They will go in to talk to him, then they fight. Then Hoskins is accidentally killed when he hits a wall. Then the guy, Nico, who has been talking about Captain America the whole time and says that he looked up to him, dies by looking up at Captain America when he gets fucking decapped in America by him. <laughs> yeah, but, people, but you know that's what was going on. Like, like, Sorry. Like if, if this was HBO, you would have seen a head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're going. Disney will allow a little bit of violence. They're not going to go full Breaking Bad and take a head off. Then, like, oh, I was actually going to say full American. I actually should have said full full American History X just for a callback. They're not going to yeah. curve stopping guy. We don't know yet. We don't know what. Like, if they're going to let Deadpool be Deadpool, ah, they've got to. All right. No so. In their hands. Oh, we've got a comment, Chris. Ooh. Now listen here, you fucking pansies. I'm a red, white, and blue bleeding son of a bitch. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you that much right now. I got my woman next to me. She's also my daughter. Don't go judging. It ain't part of my, it's part of my culture, all right? I got a butt light beside me. It's looking mighty tasty. It's about to get sipped. That's what I'm talking about. Right there. That's very much, Bobby. So, I'm not really a fan of Bud Light. I'm more of a Coors Light kind of person because they're more drinkability in a Coors Light. But each to their own and each to the... <laughs> that's love the one you're in love with and that. So good on you. <laughs> So we're never on episode five, Chris, after that quick <laughs> that quick recap. That quick recap. But I it took me till this episode to actually, actually took me till these two episodes to remember why the Wakandans were actually after Zemo. They were like, why do they not like me? Oh yeah, that's right. He kind of murdered their king. <laughs> yeah, he, he he did that. He he really did that. So yeah. <laughs> I want to start with one thing that I got really geeky about for this episode. This episode was called Truth, right? That's episode five. Ep- oh, episode five, yeah. It's called Truth. And Red, White and Black is called Truth. It's called Truth, Red, White and Black. They're a Captain America story, so they're just lifting that right. Oh, okay. So I like, I've still not got my hands on that. Like I'm looking for that and I, I can't I can't get it. Nope, got another comment. Swappy again. Oh yeah, I can tell. I can tell you are a filthy libtarded idiot because you drink Coors Light. You deserve. You deserve no beer. That, it's simple as that. You don't deserve beer. And you in the blue hoodie or whatever you're wearing. I don't know what you hipsters wear them these days. You're dumb and British. You don't know nothing about American culture. So I don't want to hear you talk about that no more. All right. 
Donald really Trump is here to save the babies <laughs> and the children from being, you know, used abusively by them Democrats. And I don't understand why the white community will not stand up and fight against it. I don't understand. It is so confusing. Thanks, Walkie's got, got your shows mixed up. <laughs> this is the comic book show, not the political, not the political podcast. <laughs> Ash, if you're listening, please, please, please join in. Because I, I... <laughs> are, are we anti-American? I don't think we said anything anti-American so far. I, no, <laughs> I give it time. Give it time. Let me finish my beer, and I'll get yeah, there. I, I prefer Coors Light, but I'm more of a Guinness character myself. I'm not really a fan of that. And Donald Trump, like a friend of mine, has stolen from Donald Trump. I'm just putting that out there. Went to his yep, property. Yep. And stole his spoons, so Donald Trump can fuck himself. He's got, he's got the tattoo. Everything. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> back on to Winter I was just fast forwarding to the. It's basically we only get the one big fight scene in this episode. It's the three of them in the in the garage. Yeah, it totally the rest of very kind of character focused. And it totally mirrors like the the fight from Captain America, Winter Soldier. No, not Winter Soldier. The other one where he's fighting with. With Iron Man? With Iron Man. And Bucky comes in? Yeah, so it's the awesome thing. Yeah. Well, they do. That's right. Yeah, they double. (laughs) Don't take that the wrong way. I was going to say they double team Iron Man. Listen here, you British folks. I want to hear you guys talking about Trump. All right? You don't understand the kind of pressure. You don't understand the kind of pressure our country's under. All right? We got immigrants coming over thinking they can take over the world and take my money that I work for and my food stamps. I've applied three times and I can't get them. You just don't understand. You stupid communist socialist. <laughs> nice to hear from Paul Bart Markov again. Uh, yep. Uh, also, I, I would like to be re- I would like to be referred to as Scottish and not British star. Also. Uh, oh, oh yeah. At least we're Scottish. Got yeah. that right at least. So uh, he called us British, which I, I I'm not really a fan of myself, but yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just Thanks. paused at the exact. I paused at the exact wrong point in this episode. And I was fast forwarding through right. it. So water. thank you, Swampy. It's, it's always a good time. Yeah, uh, I, I believe it'll probably half expecting, half expecting Walker to burst out in the court doing the twelve angry men speech. You yeah. can't handle. It's pretty much that. Then the fucking base hit and Elaine walks in, which. <laughs> Who is she again, by the way? The woman that comes in afterwards? I know she was in an earlier episode, but I can't remember exactly what her... Who? Elaine from Seinfeld. Oh, it's been time. But she's been in... She was in... She's been in the MCU before, hasn't she? No. No, she's not... She's not been in the show before? Julie uh, Louis has not been in it before. He is... She is new. Oh, Okay. What organisation do you think she works for? That's what I was trying to guess at, but I've got no clue. I've, I've got a couple of shots at it, but I'm going to mention something that I heard. That I heard that she was actually in... Oh, fuck. I was just going to say the Scarlett Johansson film. Uh, Black Widow? Yeah, she's in Black Widow. Oh, this wasn't. Okay. So what I think she's doing is like 
a reverse evil version of what we've seen Samuel Jackson do in in the original Marvel movies, like in Phase One, like putting together a team. So I think to, this goes back to some of your ideas. Then instead of Zemo forming the Thunderbolts, you think she could do it because Zemo's now yeah. in the raft. Yeah, but so also, she could go and take him out and then hire him, John Walker. Yeah. Um, also, who's classed, who also is classed in the in the Thunderbolts? Is it a friend again? Probably. Let's now that sleepy Joe Biden guy, he over here and taking away the pipeline, taking away thousands, millions of jobs on that one pipeline. Did you know that there were millions of people working on that one pipeline? That is the type of good work Trump does for this country, for the middleman, the white man. I mean, not not doing that or nothing, but you get what I'm saying. You know, he you gotta work for the people that actually work. I like the break. Give me a chance to open my packet of Haribo's. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really a fan of that pipeline, but I, I don't know much about it. But so enough said. Yeah, we know yeah, things about so... laying pipe, but that's like probably a different thing you're talking about. <laughs> And on that, I'm sure that no, I'm not going to. I just realised this was getting put out, Chris. So I'll leave Lane Pipe to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want me to give you a background on Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, she was first in Strange Tales in 1967. She was a lover of Nick Fury. Mm. She. <laughs> She was a men- she was a a member of Leviathan, a sleeper cell, but then she joined Shield, then became high up in Shield. She was a member of brilliant uh, sexy's name, the Femme Force. With her, <laughs> was with her who was a part of Femme Force also. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess Black Widow. No. Oh, I was actually hoping that you were going to guess that Agent 13 Carter person because I fucking forgot her name. Uh, oh, sure. By Sharon Carter? Yeah. They were oh. a part of Force in the 1960s, which makes me think that she's going to be involved in them. If it's going to be a callback to that. But I can even get crazier for you with it. Go ahead. She's going to play... Bunch of you sissy vegans out there, you get mad because I eat meat. Know what? Protein is needed to live. If you don't eat protein, you'll get lung cancer. That's where it comes in. If you don't eat your meat, you'll get lung cancer, you pansies. You stupid, libtarded, crappy people. You fucking Miller Lite drinking some bitches. These vegans need to be put down. They're taking over, trying to replace my wiener's. With fake wieners. I don't like fake wieners in my mouth. If I want a hot dog in my mouth, I want it to be big, nice, and juicy. That time that he almost broke, if he's talking about sticking misty meat in his mouth. <laughs> but I want to tell him something. I want him to know that the World Health Organization has actually put red meat to cancer. And it happens. Carstagens and red meat if <laughs> humans from processed meat there, swampy. So you, me eating my vegan and my Linda McCartney, I'm doing good, but you're probably going to die eat red meat. 
So as a man with as a man with horrible my cholesterol, as a man with horrible cholesterol, who's got the life expectancy of a gnat, I can confirm this. Yeah, carcinogens in group one meat, which is red meat, is cancer causing for humans. So there, fuck yourself. Suck <laughs> my vegan sausage. I'm, I'm daily intolerant. Fucking swamp intolerant now. Okay, so tell me more about Femforce. So Femforce, <laughs> oh, I can when I say that I got it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, so it goes on. She turns out that she actually becomes. Let's go again, please. Not for God's sake. <laughs> What is going on? <laughs> you tell us. <laughs> I don't have a fucking clue, Ash. Like, some redneck or a fake redneck came on and started giving yeah. us abuse about being libtards. And I, I believe if, if this was the other show, you'd have got destroyed by, like, like our usual crowd. But when it's just me and Chris talking comics, this isn't the, this isn't the time for it is, it is kind of funny, but yeah, this is yeah, this, this, we're, we're politically neutral <laughs> in this show. We might we might talk about the ideas of politics and what they represent in the show, but we're not making judgment. We're just saying, John Walker, Mo- maybe a bit of a tree man. But John Walker also was from the south. Like he was like the absolute opposite of everything that. Oh, that's right, was, that's right. Everything that. Captain America that Steve was he was the absolute antithesis of and also the thing that he shouted in court is I am Captain America where Steve if you watch most of the films only says that he's Captain America once every time he introduces himself when people ask him who he is he's just a boy from Brooklyn he never took the role Captain America as a as a stance he was still who he was without it if they keep going if you've read anything about these episodes they keep going back to what that doctor said in the first Avenger movie, uh, Captain America first Avenger, is what the, the serum actually does, is like it just enhances, so if you're really good, it enhances your good, and if you're really bad, it just kind of shows you what you are. Sorry, I'm just going, sorry, I'm just going through, the, through the Marvel wiki here to look at, there's literally, I can find it says five appearances of them Force. 1960s, everyone had short skirts and go-go boots and kicked high. Yeah, no, but yeah, I mean, it was totally forget what Falcon's original costume in the comics was like. Jesus, oh, it's pretty disco. Like, it's... yeah, just a wee bit. <laughs> what oh, on that note? What what is worse, the Nightwing disco suit, like the original Nightwing suit, or that? Ooh, tough call. That is a bad suit, right? So yeah, but, oh, no, I can't, I can't, I can't make a call on that one. It's too, it's too close. I want to give you another thing. Do you know that Secret Invasion is coming to coming to uh, Disney Plus either next year or the year after? Oh yeah, that's been yeah, that's been out for a while. Well, it's been news for a while, hasn't it? Yes. Contessa de la Fontaine is a scroll in that she's been taken over, and she used she used to spy on Nick Fury. No. Oh. 
So if they're playing the long game, she beca- she has a scroll, or she gets taken over by a scroll. So it, it was good to see Elaine strange because they were going on about again. Everyone else like was saying like who this is going to be. They're like, oh, it's going to be old Captain America, <laughs> or it's going to be it's going to be She Hulk coming in to help him out being a lawyer. It's going to be fucking Wolverine, but no, it it, it was Elaine from Seinfeld. Which is a weird one, which I was I was kind of cool to see because I was sitting there going, "Is that isn't a lane, is it? It's just a weird one." It does, uh, it does look like him. I thought Elaine was shorter. You have to remember, Chris, that she was mostly seen beside Kramer, who's like six eight. Yeah, I think that's fair. Forgot about that. So that's why she looked short. Oh, excuse me. So let me get back to my other notes page. So after you just showed him, I've done. Well, basically goes from that to Carly plotting violent revolution. Oh, I think you get a phone call first, where you could hear someone shouting in French in the background. And if you're a fan of the UFC, you knew that was George Saint Pierre shouting in the background, who is Barack the. The Leaper. Because it shows up at the end. Backrock saying, I'm just here, but it was Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter, the daughter, got him out of jail. That's who who was on the phone. So, oh, you know how oh, you heard yeah, it on no, the phone? You I... can just hear shouting. George St. Pierre is, a, is one of the goats of the UFC, so... That's how I knew that. So, I was going to say, a lot of people are saying she's a power broker again after this episode, and I was, I was agreeing. Who was the power broker, Sean Carter? But then I remember, did she not? She sent them after the guy with the, with the serum. She told them how to find him. Yeah, and she so also got a whole bunch of her own men. Also, then. Yeah, so. I think she's. I think she's working for the power broker, and I could. I could also say that I believe the thing Elaine from Seinfeld could also Valentina. That instead of calling her Valentina, I'm just going to call her V. Oh, it's something else to call her. Lady Madame Hydra. I'm oh, going to refer Hydra. to her as Madame Hydra, which is her, her name in the comic. <laughs> some of the time. Because she actually killed the original Madame Hydra, who actually ended up becoming Viper of the Serpent Society. But that's... That was too much. So, then we went back to Louisiana and had the boat scene that I called, like, in the first episode where we were talking about this. They were going to have some good old Southern music and them two, like, working out their differences. And then we had a montage. There were a couple of montages in this episode. Yeah, yeah. No, there wasn't and there were like, there was like one montage? Was it not there, just was a montage, there was a montage of fixing the boat. Oh, yeah, so there was, yeah. Then him flirting with their sister, which was kind of funny. Did... I was just waiting for some slap face to come on at that point. Like... Yeah, like, oh. or like an arrested development kind of scene where it was like. 
So that happened in the where he went and visited Isaiah Bradley, who because last time you said that you weren't really a fan of the like putting like he was I, going on I, about I, the I, black. I, 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 I did not say I wasn't a fan of it. I said I wasn't a fan of the heavy-handed racism as bad. Yeah. I did not say I didn't like Isaiah. <laughs> Let's no, be he clear here. Yeah, all right, I know. He did not say that, and I totally agree with Christopher. I agree with Chris. He is totally right here. Right, so... No, I like Isaiah's actor. I think he's, he's really good. He was, he was also in Alias, I think. Oh, another Marvel property. Is it? Yeah, well, is yeah, Alias, is, Alias was... Um, oh, no, oh, you're thinking of the other Alias show. You're thinking of the Joss Whedon one. The Joss yeah. He, yeah, he sorry, was... I'm thinking of Alias. I'm thinking of... Um, what's her name? Jessica uh, Jones. You're... Yeah, I've read the Jessica Jones books. They're very, very good. Yeah, because that was the name of her detective agency, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Alias Detectives. Yeah, see, oh, that's why I'm getting mixed up. That first... The first Jessica Jones, I think it's called Alias. Alias Jessica Jones. But like the first Jessica Jones like comics are fantastic. And the series was probably like most people say Daredevil is their favourite of the the Netflix Marvel stuff, but I think the first series of Jessica Jones is mine. Eh, probably the first season of Daredevil. Jessica Jones comes a close second. I just didn't like the oh, idea it took that that long oh, to get that out. Oh, actually, maybe Punisher. Well, that was really good too. But Punisher, uh, so, like that second season, Daredevil, did he not show up in that? Yeah, he showed up at the. He was one of the main the main antagonists of the second season of, Air, of Daredevil. In fact, he was the best part of season two because season two overall kind of sucked. As long as we, we, Iron Fist was terrible, like I tried to watch Iron Fist, and I was just like. Uh. Uh, I'm a masochist, so I just stuck with it. I'm like, I refuse to let, let a show beat me. I don't think I ever got around to watching season two of Punisher. Uh, yeah, you can skip it. It's like, I think pretty much all of those shows, the second seasons weren't as good as the first. Like, the first seasons of each one was really good, bar Iron Fist. Yeah. In fact, in fact it's really only the first half of each season that's really good. Because even, like, Luke Cage kind of started really well, and then the second half was just kind of shit. Aye, she killed the purple man, then like, he was like the most entertaining thing about the whole season was was me watching Bad bad Doctor Who and going, well, he's really good at this. Like, he can't, like, like being a, a Who being Chris, like watching a doctor play a baddie, you're like, I don't, you, you can't do this. Then by the end of it, you're like, you're really actually quite good at this. I do love yeah, Tennant and things. I was going to say he does it in Good Omens as well, but he's not really a bad guy in Good Omens. He's kind of he's a he's he's a well, he's a he's a demon, but he's not a bad demon. If that makes sense. Oh, we're going into the gaming verse. Yeah, that will come. We will one day talk about Sandman and be really, really confused, and you'll have you'll have oh, to God, go into I'll... things. Yeah. Do you want me to tedious link stuff? I can, I can, I can, I can put my philosophy to you to give you when we get that one on. Do you want me to tedious link? Hmm? Do you want me to tedious link? Series link? Tedious link. Well, I can hear the words you're saying, but they're not making sense. All right, let me link all this. 
Okay. <laughs> a character that oh that he made that oh fuck I forgot his name. Gothy man that we we're talking about. Sandman? Yeah. For the Sandman universe, there were the, the characters made up called the Dead Boy Detective Agency. Yeah. There was yeah. They're showing up in Doom Patrol. And one of them is played by David Tennant's son. Oh, God's sake! I need to finish season two of Doom Patrol as well. That's still on the list. I've watched, I think, most of, I've watched most of the second season, but I've not finished. It, I don't think. And Michelle Gomez is showing up in season three, also. If you want an R. V. link, she played Missy in Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this you doing your Doctor Who connections? No, I'm not even a doc. I could, I can connect most things to Doctor Who, Chris. So one way or another. Oh, yeah. I'm well, well aware. But uh, back to Isaiah Bradley, <laughs> who it was just pretty much the Tahiti experiments. And also, if you remember, if we go back to the first adventure again, that Captain America went across enemy lines to go co- go collect soldiers against orders because they were going to bomb them, and they came back, and he was a hero. Isaiah Bradley done it. And get court martialed for not listening and ended up in jail for 30 years. Alright. So that didn't work out well. So he tells him that no black man would want to be Captain America because they don't trust black men, but Wilson wants to do it. Also, I, I think I missed out the bit where The I'm just trying to remember names again because it just went away. Where Sam... Uh, Carly? Sam? No, Sam. When Sam was talking to Bucky and said that he has to forgive himself, he did a wee bit of counselling on him and you know next week he's going to go talk to the man in the Chinese restaurant. Yep. No, that's coming up. That's, that's coming up. I'm guessing that. So they trained with the shield together, then there was a montage with the shield, then... You got your your scene in New York, then you see them open the suitcase. Which we know it's oh, going to be a new a new awesome suit, but it'd be really awesome if it was just a loan. If it was just a loan of cash to start the business again. <laughs> oh, I yeah, forgot just, another just breaks of untraceable bills. Yeah. Another thing was he got his wings ripped off through that mm-hmm. fight at the beginning. And Joaquin Torres was looking at the wings and Sam says you can keep them and that's a that's a slow burn because he becomes the next the next Falcon Joaquin Torres in the comics he also I mentioned it before because what they're not going to do is Falcon's actual red wing in the comics as you know is a Falcon that yeah, he can talk to psychically. Yep. That was the, his his DNA gets spliced with Jackie when he becomes a human falcon hybrid. But I doubt <laughs> that's gonna don't even happen here. And he's just going to take the wings and become Falcon to Sam's Captain America. That's that's my call on that. No, I don't no, somehow I don't think that's gonna happen. I mean, don't get me wrong, Marvel was wacky with Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor, but I don't no. think they'd 
I don't think they're he's not, going down that like Captain America show. I don't know. They're not going to splice it. I'm saying that Joaquin, uh, Joaquin Torres is going to become the next Falcon. Yeah, but he, he's not going to get spliced with a with a psychic bird. That's 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 not <laughs> on there. Yeah, never know. Become infected with some kind of computer virus, and they could. I don't know, take them over or something. I'm not quite sure what exactly that would work, but it could happen. Would you never know. Over... I'm sure that's a. Is that not the phallic paradox? In X Men, where everyone gets covered by a computer virus? Uh, uh, the phallic covenant. Yeah. I or that was that. a line. Yep, I remember that. That was not the, the creation of uh, Generation X. Why is it phallic? Well, yep, that was it. yep, the final issue of the of the Phallic Covenant was Jubilee going away to the new school. Then you've got the Ashcan edition and all that stuff. So I think I've got X Men Gen X fifty or something. The one that's got Franklin Richards is getting baby how were the ducks in it? How were the ducks a babysitter? I'm sure that's right, yeah. Let me just take that pause. So when you're checking it, I'll I'll finish the step the episode where Sam opens the suitcase, they're all in New York because they're vote the patch acts going on where they want to close all the borders, make it like before the blip. And he says he doesn't actually care, he's just there to kill a falcon, which is kind of yeah. weird because that was he was released from jail by Sean Carter, so she just seems to be hedging her bets really. And then there were a mid credit scene, if you've seen it, with him using scrap metal. Oh, yeah. And his war medals to make his new shield. Yep. And so, what did you think of that episode? Yeah, it was much, I'd say it was much slower burn than previous episodes. I'm just kind of wondering how they're going to catch everything up next time. I think this is just going to be like. like, like like Bucky's probably got to go see the old Chinese guy, but they could do that at the end of the episode, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's going yeah, to be the end of it. Probably, yeah, because they probably don't want to start it too slowly. They probably want to kind of get right into the action. Pretty much. I think it's going to go yeah, him flying over. Then it's just going straight in. Like, because there have already been scenes of them fighting and stuff. Like, that's already been shown in, like, the trailer that showed this half of the season. Also, wonder if they're going to be who the power broker is or not. I mean, obviously, everyone's thinking it's thinking it's Sharon now. I don't. If it's anyone, it's it's Valentino, Valentino, uh, Lady Hydra. If anything, we'll get a Femme Force reunion, Chris, and she's got something to do with it. (laughs) Because everyone's been thrown out there. They've been fucking Norman Osborn's been thrown out there. Norman Osborn's built bought the Avengers Tower, the Stark Tower. And that's going to show up in Spider-Man. He's going to start the Dark yeah. Avengers. Who knows? Yeah, I was going to, who they they was going to say because they can't use Norman Osborn because they don't know the rights to the character, so he couldn't be. They they could still use Norman Osborn. They, they could be like, "We'll we'll let you borrow someone. Who do you want? Mm-hmm. We'll take Norman Osborn." Him? Ah, yeah, sure. We've we've used him a dozen times. Let's find someone new. I don't know I who they'll get. I don't, I don't he's going to be in the new Spider-Man film. Oh, um, they've been talk like Octopus is back for the Spider-Man movie. 
he's already spoke about it. Then there were. That's right, Alfred Molina's coming back. Uh, Jamie Foxx is coming back. Yeah. Um, but that could be because of the whole multiverse thing. I think that right. it's all going to it's all going to go tits up, and people are going to get. I don't know if the other two Spider Men will show up too. That's that's yeah, going to be interesting. Nah, I think I think that's just wishful thinking. See, on that note, Chris Garfield we stunt could, double could get a cameo from Spider Man Noir, played by so. played by Nicholas Cage in real life. I would rather that would be amazing. See, the thing that, that I think is going to happen here is, right, remember how I, I sometimes go a wee bit far when, like, Google searching and stuff? But other people have done it for me and I've just seen it. So, Garfield's stunt double has been seen with the stunt double of the Spider-Man now. And they were, like, comparing moves and they were putting pictures on Twitter. If they're trolling, that's amazing. But look it up, their stunt team. He's been hanging out. It could also just be coincidence because, you know, how many... I know Hollywood's got tons of stuntmen, but companies tend to work with the same ones a lot. That was a Sonyverse. I don't know, Chris. It's a different thing. It's, it's wire work. What? The kids have got now who's a professional dancer and can do most of Spider-Man's moves himself. Yeah. They just don't want them to because if he falls, the whole thing's fucked. And he's not Tom Cruise who can just go screw you I'll pay for my own insurance I'll pay for my own insurance and I'll shut down this movie and pay everyone yep you heard, I was going to say you've heard the story then was that when he did the jump and hit his foot on the, the ledge he, no I think it was um when he was it I think it was was it the, when he climbed the tower in Dubai well, or, maybe the plane, or maybe the plane stunt it was one of the two it was later on in the series I know that it wasn't the first one and it wasn't the one with the, the sweet ass limp biscuit soundtrack. No, I don't think so. We'd... See, I'm going to like sidebar on the Mission Impossible movies. Philip Seymour Hoffman is one of the scariest villains ever in those films. He's he's so snidey and like menacing, but he's just this chubby sort of like non-assuming dude but he's so frightening I think it might be three or four that he's in five or six maybe uh, what's the actress are you were saying was it Philip Seymour Hoffman yeah Philip Seymour Hoffman like he was he played a very very good villain I can't remember I think it was four but don't quote me on that but also look there were a movie that Philip Seymour Hoffman played Jack Black better than Jack Black did it was a. Oh, oh you know I the movie. I looked up Philip Seymour Hoffman, but. I... And yes, to answer your question, it was Ghost Protocol, and it was when he's uh, climbing the the Burj Khalifa building in Dubai. See, I have no TV, Chris. Right, so once in a while, when these movies come out, like they'll show up on on Sky Movies, and I'll be like, I'm not paying for it, really. I'm only using the service. I'm not giving Tom Cruise money, and I'll watch it, and I'll enjoy it, but not at the same time. It was a long came Polly, and he was in Punch Drunk Love also, which was one of my favourite films for a long time. And Boogie Nights too. Philip Seymour Hoffman's like pretty bad. 
He would be he would have been I think he was one of those like fan wants to play the penguin for a long time. Like I'm sure he was like one like he was one of those like geek like Dreamcasts who yeah, to play the he, penguin. He's instead... like a Vincent D'Onofrio type. He does a lot of character work. Do you have a favourite character actor? Like someone that you enjoy watching showing up in films and you're like, oh look, it's, it's such and such. Uh, I'll tell you. Let me get back to you on that. I know I thought, I know I thought of a few, but I'm trying to think which would be the main one. I will. I will tell you mine. I'll just have to find his name again because I'm going to go I'm going to go a weird way. I'm going to go King of the Hill. This is due to Oh um Stephen Root. Stephen Root, I was like, I know I knew exactly who you were gonna say and I just couldn't remember his name. Stephen Root has been in everything, like just an episode here and there, play some weirdo and then everyone's happy with it, then like Office Space Bicentennial Man, he was in Jersey Girls, Dodgeball, Ice Age, Idiocracy. I mean, does, like, Mor- tell does, Morgan, does Morgan Freeman count? He's Morgan Freeman's very rarely the lead actor. He's always like the supporting. He's always like the supporting actor. I wouldn't put him in the same sort of like weird role like that. Like Steve Buscemi is like one of them, and so he's yeah, he also, he also always plays the same character, so it's not like you see him and it's a surprise. It's not like he's playing some pretty Ron Howard, his brother, like the weird bald one with the teeth. Oh, um, let me check. Something yes, Howard, his name is Ron Howard. See, I, would, I would have said Randy Quaid, but he's kind of gone a bit off the rails. Yeah. So, you know, one of these people that now believes in, like, I can't remember, it's all sorts of crazy conspiracy theories he believes in now. Yeah, I, I had to do one one of those things again, Chris, where I had to bid my Eagles a death metal t-shirt because I, I can't handle <laughs> Jesse from the band. Now he's doing, I think, supposedly, doing crack online and telling you the virus isn't real. And, <laughs> and I kept the last, I should have done it last time because after, remember, the, the shootings in France, like the shootings in France a couple of years ago, like they went into a concert hall and just started shooting people up. The terrorist attack in Paris. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, that was an Eagles of Death Metal gig. Yeah. Yep. And so the lead singer from Eagles of Death Metal said that he's sure that the people, the security guards were in on it because they got in too easy. And when they did the big celebration a year later, they were like, "That's the Eagles of Death Metal, the band that it actually happened to." Just, just don't bother coming back. It's all right. So, yeah, you know, I'm thinking I might actually have to go with Bob Seymour Hoffman just for one of those, just because I'm looking at his roles. Yeah, he's going like Twister, Boogie Nights, The Big Lebowski. Did they win or not? No, yeah, talented Mr. Ripley, almost famous, Punch Drunk Love, Red Dragon. I can't even remember who he is in that. He's the one who gets his face chewed. He's the one in the wheelchair. Oh, 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 is he the one who gets his brain in? No, that's really yeah. not, isn't it? He's, he's the one that gets his... He's in the wheelchair. He's all chewed up. You oh, know, okay. I've never... I've never watched any of the Hannibal Lecter films. Like, I've... 
I've, I've just never... I think I was too young when they came out and I just never got into them. And I never went to... I never bothered to go back to watch them. Candy? Okay, never heard of that one. What one? Strangers with Candy. I'm just looking. I'm just looking to come see more often stuff now. We're going. Strangers with Candy sounds like something I would have went to the GFT with Paul with. That's. Yeah, still can't. Still can't believe the last role was mocking with the Hunger Games. No, you. What? I mean, it's, it's one of the biggest franchises of all time. So you know. Is it? Would you say that is one of the biggest franchises of all time? Uh, okay, maybe not one of the biggest, but like the biggest, probably the biggest YA one next to uh, which we call it Twilight. But do people like do people still hold Twilight like in high regard, or was was that kind of like new metal and baggy jeans? It was cool at the time, but we don't we don't talk about oh, it. Oh no, there's oh no, there's still a massive community. And they st- there's a documentary online. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Do, do, do. It was on fandom. I know that much. Do, do you know me and Elder went and seen every single Twilight movie in the cinema the day it came out? We just kept it quiet. Yep. We we had unlimited cinema tickets at the time and we would just go and see them. Like, just two guys in their fucking late 20s just sitting at the back of a, of a cinema. With like all these teenage girls, it was it was chaos. There we go. I'll send you the link. There we go. I'll send you the link for that, so you can prove that later on. I thought I had that on silent. It's unprofessional of me. Oh, my computer muted since we came on because I know exactly what would happen. I ended up clicking some weird link, and you just hear like some screaming in the background. Why does it have to be screaming, Chris? Why can't it be an advert? What are you fucking you clicking on? I don't know. Truly human centipede. I've never. I think I seen the first human centipede. I went to the cinema to see it, possibly with Paul. Like all these horrible things was usually in the GFT. Like if it had, if I was allowed to buy a beer in the cinema, I would probably just like use I. I get West beer when you go to the GFT. Did I ever tell you the, about the time, Chris, that, that sidebar, that... <laughs> sidebar? <laughs> sidebar. That, when was the last time we actually talked about the Winter Soldier? No, the Winter Soldier is done. We're, we should be going on to Invisible now. The Winter Soldier is, is technically... We've, we've had our chat and we went through that. <laughs> I went, yeah, that's true. All right, I, I, I'll talk about another time, the time that I, I got in a fight <laughs> in, the, in the GFT. I'm sorry, I'm just looking through going I just realised I don't think I actually finished episode 4 of Invincible I think we're on episode 6 Chris. Oh, no, sorry. oh no, sorry, episode 5 I didn't finish I started watching it but never got all the way through for some reason, I don't know why So I'm just kind of fast forwarding through it to see what happened Oh, it was the one with the guy that built robots it made human zombies Oh there, There's something that I want to you know my like my TV links, uh, my linking I like to do. The the yeah. school that they go to is called Lamar Hoskins High, right? Okay. Lamar Hoskins is the actor that plays 
the principle. Lamar Hoskins, you would know as the guy that ben. plays. He is the cop. club. No, he is no, the no. black. No, remember the the black principal, the African American principal, that is in the high school in Invincible. Yeah. The school is named after him in real life. His real name is. I've got it open here. Somewhere, in one of my links. Reginald Vale Johnson. It's called Vale Johnson. Oh, Reg- Johnson. Okay. Yes, you would know him from. He played Sergeant Al Powell in Die Hard One and Two. Yep. If you remember how he. If you remember how he looks. It's just exactly that guy. So he get bit up by the big lion guy in that episode because he helped out the guy that turns into stone. Then in this episode, they went to a uni. She found out that the dad about the blood and stuff on the outfit. Oh yeah, that he yeah he was yeah he was the one to throw the first punch. Yeah. Never get a kind of sinister scene where it's like it's him and Mark Hamill sitting in the roof. I know it's not his name, but I'm just going to call him Mark Hamill anyway. I have I forgot his name also, but I uh, sitting on the roof with Mark Hamill, and you're like Mark Hamill's dying here. Poor Mark Hamill. But nope. I... To be fair, there was only seems to be one super tailor in that town, so you can't think too much. Probably does not going to murder his tailor unless he needs to. It, it might. If he's got like a couple of suits or something, they might just take no, him out just, so it doesn't. But it, yeah. Just have to be more careful in the future. And by the end of the episode, by the end of the episode, the the kid in the kid from the second episode was digging up the invincible, or well, not the invincible, the immortal, to drink from his skull because he read it on Reddit. If you remember, did I miss? Did I miss that scene? It's like, it's like oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. They've got the that's right because they've always got the, they start the credits, then they do like the. It's not even a, you can't even really call it a post credits because they just kind of like put it there like a. Yeah, it's like they show like one. They show like the main cast for like that episode, and then jump jump straight into post credits, and then do the yeah. actual credits. I love how the Invincible tag in every episode gets a wee bit more bloody. I turned off that before that happened because I forgot forgot about it. Now I'm going to have to watch it. You see a bunch of kids digging someone up. Sorry, I've been asked a question in real life. Do you do you like fidgets, Chris? Midgets? Fidgets, not midgets. Like... Like the toys that that you would play with in your hands. Oh, the fidget, like a fidget spinner or a fidget, fidget or spinners or squeakies or. No, I probably, I probably, should, I probably should, considering how much time I spend fidgeting. Yeah, Ashley's got like ones that it's like a bike chain you put on your finger and you can roll it about. I've not really put you in the right. And in fairness, I've got a wee thing off one of my. Don't I don't know, it's just like one of those where you know the chains that unclip, like you put the Hello? The wee ball chains. Hello? I don't know what you call them. Yep. 
Chris. Hello? Hello. I'm on as well. Yeah, you're now here too. Hi. She's put in that. <laughs> Did you just go No, she wanted to talk about fidgets with you because she's, you were saying that you were, like, you fidget about. So she wanted to talk about them. Fair enough. No, I don't have. No, I don't have one of those. I've just got this wee chain thing that I just kind of fidget with sometimes. When I'm bored. Chain. So she says she'll pick you some up. I have a fidget which is just my moustache, which I play with far too much. <laughs> and I've got Ash's mum, yeah. who's in Australia, bought me kangaroo balls. That I squeeze, which is probably a bit odd. It's just kangaroo balls on a chain. Yeah, in fairness, that's probably why. That's probably why I was late for the. That's probably why I was late for the episode tonight. So I said, "The exile, which is basically hyper fidget, because you're clicking a button every 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 half second." What game? Uh, Path of Exile. It's like uh, Diablo. I never got never got into Diablo or anything like that. I don't know why. Uh, it's basically just get stuff so you can kill stuff quicker. Get more stuff so you can kill more stuff quicker. I did download a very pleasant loop of Ultra Death. That sounds good. I downloaded something called GOG Galaxy because they let me download Under a Steel Sky, which is a point and click game <laughs> I never played in nineteen ninety four. So yep. I've been playing that. I think it was one it was either you or Greg that told me to get that and play to the Amazon Queen, which I've still never played. Yeah, what have I got? Uh, let me see. I've got GOG Galaxy on my desktop. I've got a bunch of classic games on there. Because Monkey Island is on it, but they tell, people are telling me not to buy it. Yeah, it's is like, it, uh, yeah, I think there's they changed some stuff apparently. I think you can get the original version or you can get the remastered, and I think they're both okay. Let me see now. The big part is Beneath, Beneath the Steel Sky, Dungeon Keeper 2 is on there. Gabriel Knight, which I'm sure, I'm sure Tim Curry voiced Gabriel Knight. Because. I've got to that stage, Chris, where I don't team up with video games anymore. I've got Never to the stage anymore. where I buy. I've got that. Uh, oh, I've got Monkey Island Special Edition. Do you? I thought you were the kind of guy that would have the, the scum emulator. I do, I do still have that as well. I bought uh, Data yeah. Tentacle from my, from my phone. But Monkey Island and stuff like that, like changed me as a boy like that's the reason why I carry a bag and pick up random things when I find it for later game because I played so much Monkey Island Redneck Rampage do you remember that one? Redneck Rampage? I, it, was I about, don't... Uh, it was about two rednecks and their favourite pink is abducted by aliens so they go to rescue them so they go to rescue them yes yes I, I, I now do was that a Sierra game? uh Let's see. Who's the publisher? Open action developer Zatrix. Zatrix Entertainment, apparently, whoever that is. I was a Lucas Arts boy. I liked them, and I liked. Uh... It's, it's one of those games that's impossible to play now because it doesn't remember... even have mouse controls. You know, you have to use page up and page down to look up and down on it. Oh, well, I liked Syndicate also in the XCOM games. Which I still oh, yeah. think are releasing. Because of the wars on there as well. Is Command and Conquer on it? Uh, wouldn't surprise me. I was a fan of Command and Conquer, but I, I, I was... maybe I've got maybe it was Epic that was on. Because what I'm looking for, because I can't get, I think it's on on Steam, but I can't get Steam on Apple. 
I was looking for Civ 3 or Civ 2. Uh, Civ 3, I think you can get. I'm sure that's, either, I'm sure that's on GOG. Oh, no, I've looked. Ooh, ooh, he's tough. But oh. I remember I looked with my spelling, so it could be. It could be something oh, totally no, different, that one. I like to compare civilizations about my bitch to spell. Yeah. Um, it becomes hard mode with any any words any words that's over eight letters for me, Chris. That isn't my name. Yeah, in fairness, I've in fairness, I've been trouble with civilization. I don't know why, because it's actually not that difficult a word, but it's just one I always forget. It's like, wait a minute, is it? I think it's because in my head I always go to British spelling and think that can't be right. It can't be spelled with a Z. That's got to be the wrong spelling. It's got to be the British spell. It's got to be S, like we do all do all the stuff in Britain. But it's like, no, that's one of the words we do actually spell with a Z. No, I'm like, spell check, help me now. Grammarly, fix that. Grammarly's, yeah. my, Grammarly's my, my word bodyguard. Like, I get, it just puts a red line, you're like, I'll make you fix that for you, and I'm like, go for it, Grammarly. Get on it. So, that's what I've got. We've covered... The... Uh, Civilization 3 Complete Edition. Where? GOG. £4.39. Civ 3 on... I can get that one. Right, I'll, I'll, I'll pass that message along. <laughs> and if you want to send me the spelling of it, Chris, <laughs> that would help out too. I will do. <laughs> In fact, I'll do better than that. I'll just send you the direct one. To the game. All right. So, did you watch the Picard like thirty second teaser trailer that just says Q is coming? I, I did indeed. And unfortunately, it, apart from Q, I have no idea what's going on because you didn't. Uh, I, I watched the first two episodes of the. Oh, so you don't know that Picard I became a, a replicant murder monster? He what? Oh, the his body was dying, so they put him in what? What that murder? Like the the supreme what Data's child was, like the the robot that thinks it's real, so he now could technically live forever. I'm I'm so glad I didn't watch this now, because all the words you're saying make sense. Every single one, all the causing me pain. it's it's seven and nine was there. She shoots someone. Maggie from Newsroom was there. He turns on them, but then helps them. Then it was it was all good. Then they fly away, and we think gods are going to get involved, and they're thinking that you're going to use this as the Thanos style event that's going that's going to bring all the universes together because they're all in like different universes, the Kelvin universe, and all that. So that's just, going to be. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still parsing all of the information you just put into my yeah. head. And because, trying to do it, but trying to do it without driving myself insane. Oh, you you won't, because Star Trek shit. Like Star Trek, I know I'm like I may have to change my name or something. Let's, for let's, that, let's, but... just, let's just rewind a second. He finds out he's dying. They transplant yeah. his consciousness into Data's daughter. Yes. 
yeah, even oh, just putting it down into that the simplest terms. Oh yeah, then the the then they transplant it into a body made of made of that. So it looks like him. So oh, got all the scars, but he's technically a robot now. So does he actually does when it, so does he still actually look like Patrick Stewart? Yeah, it's just Patrick Stewart. It's just robot Patrick Stewart, which is really a human. It's got all the things of thinking it's a human. But it's a replicant. Patrick oh, Stewart. There you go. I, I, wish I, had a, I wish I had a bottle of whiskey right close to me right now. When is Dune up? Because I know we're going to need that's that's going to be a whiskey night when we're going to try to cover Dune. So, because I've, I've never watched. I wanted to speculate about why what's going to happen in the new Picard show, even though I've not seen the end of the first one, and now I'm just thinking. Who's going to show up? They're going to be God. It's going to fucking suck. So, but yeah, so I'll still watch it. So Q's, yes, I'll, I'll probably watch it just because if Q's going to be on it, I'll probably still watch it just for the entertainment factor of that. But I'm hoping, going... it's actual, I'm hoping it's actual, I'm hoping it's Q from the TV show and not just some random Q from the oh, same... No, no the it's same the same guy. Yeah, because, yeah okay, that's right. Because the quote from that... What's comment. Do you guys like um, the Picard? Because I was looking up geek things and I saw there was a rubber duck that's dressed in the... I think it's a Picard outfit. It's like a burgundy jacket with like a star thing on it. Is that the thing? Is that it? Do you want a rubber yeah. duck with a man on it? I could get you one. You could buy one each. I already have a Duck Vader in there. <laughs> and yes, I, I, have, I have seen that plastic duck. Doesn't, doesn't it also have a skull at Chris? I'm sure that duck has a, a horseshoe haircut. Wouldn't surprise me. Does it actually have the captain's uniform? Is that a red shirt? I'm hoping it's, no, it's I'm hoping it's the captain's uniform. It's the captain's uniform. I'm sure it's like something like John Duck Picard or something like that it's called. Ah, okay. I'm probably the guy that plays Q also voices him in an episode of Lower Decks. I've not seen series two yet. I no, I've um, not, not seen that at all. Star Trek get, continues? What the hell is Star Trek Continues? This is a TV show I've never heard of. Um, I, I don't know. I think they're just throwing stuff. Because CB... 11, 11 episodes? It only ran for 11 episodes in 2013 to 2017. Vic was, was it, was Vic it on Vignona, the internet? Vic, Vic Mignogna. Uh, the guy whose name I can't pronounce as Captain Kirk. Todd Habercorn as Mr. Spock. Christopher Doohan, who I'm presuming is got to be the real Doohan's son. Yes, if you know Chris, they always have to be a, a Doohan in engineering. Every single Star Trek thing. Brandon Mahara from Mythbuster plays Sulu in it. Just, is that a cartoon? Or is that a... No, it's, no, it's live action. What is it season? one of those? But is it a legit show? Would it be like oh, just uh, playing like Picard and Picard and Riker? But it must be because it's. I'm just trying to see where it aired, what channel it, what channel it aired on. It's got an eight. It's got eight, eight out of ten stars on IMDb. 
from 2,500 reviews. I've never heard of this show, Chris. I'll give it a look up. I it sounds... I'm looking it up and just like... Was it called Star Trek what? Star Trek Continues? I It, it has to be a... 11 episodes, but how did, I mean, how did it run for four years and only have 11 episodes? Company credits, there we go. Production companies, Dracogen, Far From Home, and Trek Continue. Okay, no big TV studio involved, as far as I can see. It's all on YouTube, Chris. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> because, no, because whatever TV company produced it probably does not give a fuck about that. It's not afflicted with Paramount. No, well, so I've, never heard of, I've never heard of any of these studios it at says, all. Homepage of Star Trek Continues website, endorsed and sponsored, but not affiliated with CBS, Paramount Pictures, or any <laughs> other Star Trek franchise. <laughs> and if you go into the Wikipedia, Chris, the first line is an American fan made web series. Uh, okay. Oh, okay, so it's a fan series. Yeah. That explains it. Ah, uh, yeah, because they also, yep, yeah, because they also made a, uh, Fallout fan theory, fan theory, fan theory, fan, fan series as well. They did it for Doctor Who several times, also, and it Jesus. was usually, it was usually just an excuse, like we're going to pay an ex companion to wear tight outfits and run, and run around a, an industrial complex. But Star Trek <laughs> has got so many like unofficial things. <laughs> They, they did a series called My Gimpy Life. Who did? <laughs> this TV, whoever studio produced the the Star Trek show about people with disabilities try, trying to navigate life in Hollywood. My Gimpy Life. My Gimpy Life. We could do a a Gimpy cast if you want. That could be our next thing, is watching this and doing a Gimpy cast. Because, <laughs> look, there's so many things that we've watched that is trash, Chris, that both of us are into. Like we could we could go through Jersey Shore. I know you're a fan of that. I know what's the Bigfoot searching show that you that uh, you had me watching? Too. Yeah, that was awesome too. Yeah, good comment, I, I do love that also. So we'll we'll talk about next week what we're going to go on to next. For because we're going to have to do it up to like May maybe until uh, Loki starts, so we can pick films or a series, or we can try to do July. I think it might be. I think June. I think. Let me. I've actually got this up. Yep, I was going to say you've got the notes. I've got, I've got my notes. July ninth is when Black Widow comes out, but June eleventh is when Loki starts. So we would have pretty much a month, four or five weeks of our choice. That's it. Of pain week. Oh, we've still got another episode of Invincible, but we've got to pick a random shit ones, as you know. Wait, how many how many episodes is Invincible running for? Eight, I think. Eight or ten. It, it's not it's not confirmed of what I've seen anyway. I suppose, in fairness, that will be an expensive show to make. Yeah, and all it says on what you've been doing, you've got to pay. Well, if you really think about it, there's just no money at people anyway, Chris. Again. 
man, J.K. Simmons, Mark Hamill, they ain't going to be cheap. Mark Hamill voices a character called Skips, or voiced Skips on Adventure Time, not Adventure Time, the other one. <laughs> the, yeah, who was, uh, Mark, Hamill. Mark Hamill probably does just for fun. He probably just turns up at recording this. Yeah, he he voiced a Bigfoot that could never walk, that had to skip everywhere. <laughs> In regular show, I've probably seen this when someone's forced me to watch Adventure Time at some point. It was regular show, not regular show was better than Adventure Time. Adventure Time was so so mid two thousands, Chris. People don't watch that anymore. I think it's old. I don't know what the kids watch now. Maybe Rick and Morty. I've been watching. Yeah, probably Rick and Morty. In Oh, what was the other one called that Disney started? Was it? Fuck, I can't even remember. The second season just came back on. Oh, it's on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. It's irregular, not irregular. It's social or universe or something. I can't remember. It's made with the guys that made Rick and Morty. Oh, Dan Harmon? So, or, or the other one? The other one? Uh, Justin Roiland? It's a Justin Roiland show, yeah. Oh, so, I think I didn't remember seeing something like that. Solar Opposites. Oh, okay. Nope, I have not heard of that. Then it, it, It's really good, but the B-plot of the whole series is so much better than the actual series. Oh, shit. The oh, Gargoyles is on there. Yeah. I've watched all of that. Why, why did I have really to? Good. Why did I go to the anime? Why did I go to the anime, the series section, and have a look? So much I've got to watch. But, aye. So, the, the plot of these aliens are, like, trying to become humanised, and that's that. But the B-plot of the whole series, which is better than the actual, like, main plot, is that one of the kids has a shrink ray and he's been shrinking like humans that he doesn't like just for a laugh and put them in a glass terrarium. Then they show you the life in the terrarium, which is like Mad Max and like super serious, like from the comedy it goes on to almost like a wire sort of show. Hey, coming back to Justin Roiland. I was thinking where I saw his name recently. Where have you seen Justin Roiland's name recently? Yeah, an Invincible. He plays Doug Cheston, the kid, that, the frat kid that gets killed, that gets kidnapped at the start of the episode. I saw he does. Because I was like, I don't see his name somewhere recently. I'm like, where did I see it? And then I was like, oh, it was the credits for Invincible. I saw his name in. Because I knew it was something animated. I was like, what have I watched this animated recently? I get shot at the very, it gets killed at the very beginning. I also found out, wait. From looking up because I'm, I'm right now trying to buy like the the graphic novels or the compendiums. They're almost 150 episodes of that, so it's yeah. going to be expensive, I think. Yeah, you well, just the first issue alone is going to set you back. God knows how much these days. That's why I'm going to try to buy the big books instead of doing things. As I enjoy doing single issues as a as a collector, but I think I'm going to have to do compendiums or, or graphic novels. 
Is that something that I would actually like to talk about? Like, after I look into it, about how Diamond is no longer... I don't know... I'm saying words here that I don't know, right? So it's just things I've read but not looked into. Come May, Diamond is no longer doing Marvel anymore. They won't be really putting them in the shops. Diamond Delivery, the people that print their comics and put them out of comic shops, that would no... That would no longer be Diamond, who's the biggest comic production like company that does it, and they're going to be doing it by Random House, and people are frightened because Random House don't know how to deal with comics because they deliver books and like when books go to shops, like they're not as Jesus, Christ. not as used used copy of the Invincible Compendium One, which is issues zero to forty seven, is going for sixty nine ninety five on eBay. You can get it on. You can probably get it yeah, on you can w, cheaper. I can get it for forty nine ninety nine on WH Smith. New. That's just seventy five. One hundred twenty. What's so special in? What's so special about that issue? I think there was something I actually wanted to talk about about that sort of stuff. I went to maybe, maybe it's just, maybe it's just the guy that drew this. It might be a first appearance or something. Nah, just looks just looks like it's a very cover by someone called Oddly, who apparently did some work in the, the Walking Dead as well. This fucking hell, issue one. Oh, one hundred ninety-nine pounds and ninety-five pence. They are, yeah. You know, that was... that's a CGC CGC graded nine point four. Slab, so I've got a slab to you that I actually wanted to talk about. The Hawkman number four, which usually in the last year is went for 300 to 400 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. But it is the first edition, it's the first not edition, the first thing of Zatanna. Ah. And Zatanna is now getting a, a movie next year or a series on Warner Brothers on HBO. and it, this has got an hour left and it's at $900 and it looks like it's going to go higher so I'm going to watch this and see where it goes but on this it tells like, I love this site it's called Heritage Auctions and they're coming up first, the, last, the last sale I can see for Invincible number one the latest sale I can see for it was, was £400 it went for I think well, asking, I, so I think whoever's asking for one like fucking nearly fourteen grand is barking, is probably up on the plums. Is it is it thingy though? Is it oh oh no, mind you, yeah, that was a raw copy. No, nah, the four hundred pound one was just it's marked as used, but it says the guy says he like he read it once in the description and then bagged and boarded it. So I suppose I for a graded one, yeah. Right, I'm on that. He- I'm on Heritage Auctions, the world's largest collectors place, and I'm looking up if anyone sold any Invincible. But all it came up was Invincible Iron Man. <laughs> yep, that's what I'm getting a lot of as well. Doesn't look like a lot of people are selling them. It's hot right now. Like comics, it's <laughs> it's crazy. 
like what's going on with that right now. Yeah, apparently the same thing happened. Apparently the same thing happened during the last recession. Like a lot of comics. Yeah, I think people because people see them as an investment. But then you've got to bear in mind this. This keeps going. Remember, this nearly killed the industry last time. Oh yeah, this when all this happened, like all the covers and stuff. Because all they did, if you remember, this happened with, with Image Comics, with Spawn and stuff. What happened was they were sending all them out and people were buying them up. But yeah. Image liked the idea that people were buying them all up, so they just made more and more and more of them. So everyone thought they were awesome because they had an issue of Spawn number one. They thought they would put their kids through college through it, but because there's so many actual copies of it, like it was worth shit. Yeah, whereas the original run of Walking Dead was what, like 8,000 copies or something? Depended. Oh, the original six issues were only 8,000. Yeah, I knew it was ridiculously low. That's why we killed Shane in those six issues, because he didn't know that he was going to get... And it's only black and white, because he thought by pitching it in black and white, he could be like, oh, it's cheaper because it's not in colour. Like, the whole thing is like... And he told them, like, oh, it's going to be aliens. It's going to be aliens. It's going to be aliens. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know, like, they're going to be like a twenty, a ten year edition of Skybound, and it's like they're doing it for a couple of issues. It's like all the things that came out on Skybound, and they are going to be. I think it's called Rick Grimes two thousand and twenty or two thousand. And it's, right. if you've ever read issue, if you ever read issue seventy five. No, I can't remember. I can't remember when I got. So I got up to like when. Oh, who was the guy? Who was the guy who got introduced? Always make it to a certain point and then stop reading. Uh, Mustache guy looks a bit like Hulk Hogan. The governor? No, not him. Oh, when I think it's like I think they're supposed to be bad guys initially, but then they turn out to be good guys. I can't quite remember. I I know who you're talking about. Oh, it's analyze no analyze something else it's it's when they meet the guy with the mullet and stuff and he says yeah. that he's actually a science teacher but he says he knows the cure and he has to go somewhere that's right yeah yeah it's that issue I always make up to or it's that issue I made up to last so, time that I was reading and then I can't remember what happened I think whatever city was in to read the one didn't have anymore so 75 has a fake out like end page where Rick gets taken by aliens, then he's actually been on he's actually been like unwell, like in the hospital when aliens come. The aliens mm-hmm. are using zombies to in what's actually happening on this other thing is the continuation of that alien. Thinking mm-hmm. they're also doing if you look it up the skybound skybound uh, oh, that- ten years, if you look up. I don't know why you just say that. You, you, you heard the thing about Predator. I don't know why you just mentioned Disney suddenly triggered that in my brain. You heard about it? Uh, no. What's that? Uh, uh, the original creators of Predator are suing Disney to get the rights back. The, it's owned by Fox, and I doubt the. Which is now owned by Disney. Yeah, so I think that it's going to keep it. Yeah, apparently the original creators are suing them to try and get, get it back so they can stop them making shitty sequels and using them in Alien movies. 
But they had nothing. It was Fox Skylight or Searchlight that did all the fucking terrible ones with all the metal music. Uh, nah, Skylight's like the indie theatre usually. It is Fox that does them though. Right. As a man with... that's had learning disabilities, Chris, right? The idea that in the last Predators movie that the the the, the Predator was actually after the evolutionary state of humanity, which was autism, if you remember. That's what they were after, was the autistic boy. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that probably wasn't problematic at all. It was not problematic. Because he, <laughs> he knew how to fix the Predator weapons. Oh, God, I forgot that one. I forgot it's the alien, the fucking predator dogs in it as well. That's how they train one of them. Oh, it's, it's a bad film. Is, is that the one where, like, if you look that up, the Ripley's meant to be in it. Ripley's meant to be in a pod in one of in the end scene. And then Dutch was meant to be the one in the helicopter. Like, they had oh, all nice. these ideas. The Predators one. Not the not the one where that had Machete in it. That had Machete yeah. and the guy from that 70s show. They dropped them on a... That was Predators. The, yeah, Predators. The Predator? There were two Predators and the Predator. Okay. Right, let's let's do it this way, right? Danny Glover. So Arnold, Danny Glover. The guy from the piano that I can't remember is Adrian Brody. <laughs> Adrian Brody, yeah. <laughs> Adrian Bo do you like who in his like fucking like agent was like, Adrian, do you want to fight an alien? And he's like, Fuck yeah, I can do that, I can fight a predator. <laughs> like the most mismatch. Because I remember sitting with Elder and he was like, think about it, he's skinny, he's more like an assassin. And I was like, he's not Arnie. He's, he's, he was in the piano. Like, Adrian Brody's all cool for a Wes Anderson film, but he's not there to fight a... He, he's not He's not built... I know I shouldn't be picking on people for their builds, Chris, but he's not built to fight a predator. <laughs> no, he's not. I'm just looking... I, thought he... I was trying to look at who was in the fourth film. It's, what's his name? Boyd Holbrook. I'm like... I mean, at least the rest of them are all known for something. Oh, I suppose he was in Logan before that. He played the bad guy in Logan. Maybe that's where he got the role of Predator. No, like, we'll bank, we'll bank on... Wasn't the chick the main character? Like, he was a soldier, then there were a chick that that had a kid. Or someone had a kid. No, he played, no, he played Donald Pierce. He like the guy that was... um. the guy that something in the whole film, wasn't he? What are you... like, nope, 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 nope. That guy. And Predator? The Predator? The, oh, The Predator, sorry. He plays the main character in that, but he's also in I, Logan. I've, I've seen... I've seen Logan. I thought it was very good, but... <laughs> See, once again, this is the problem with naming all your films variations on Predator. They just oh. don't hear it. You don't know which one you're talking about. Like, Fast and the Furious and... The Fast and the Furious, because the Fast and the Furious is actually the fourth one. Fast and the Furious is the first one. Oh yeah, yeah. I've still not seen the trailer. I've still not seen the trailer for the new one yet. Did they go oh, to space? They are a spaceship, in it, yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake! Of course it is. But <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a space. 
I, I sound like I'm complaining there, but I'm really not. This is just it's the next natural, next natural step for them to take. I found the Fast and the Furious podcast, Chris, and what they do is they do laps. Like, after they finish, like, the eighth one, they'd go back to the first <laughs> one again. And they just keep continuously watching them and see if they could see new things. Like, like each time, I think they're on the, like, fourth or fifth lap right now. I'm just continually watching, like, the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Which is oh, probably a bad idea. So, probably if you want, Chris, we're, we're coming up to our time because we try to do a sweet two hours <laughs> of, of a beautiful show, as you know. We, we did start a little bit late, so. Yeah. We, we're, uh, we're, we're cooking yeah, on we, gas. Do we have, we have, do we have any, any last minute topics that we need to catch up on? I can't actually remember. Talking about, we've covered all like the TV shows. We've went into Predators. What was your favorite Alien movie, of Alien franchise, or the Alien saga? Alien, uh, Aliens, second one. Right. Always. Always, I thought that the same. Right. Then I thought. Then I seen Alien when I was a wee bit older, and I was like, Alien is a perfect film. I brilliant. I just like the tone of Aliens more. Just oh, Aliens. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, I, it's, it's I, just, totally... I like the cast as well. Like, every character in that is fucking brilliant. Oh, it's two totally different films. Like, it's a totally different departure from what the first one was. Like, the first one was a horror film, the second one was pretty much a Vietnam movie in space. Wasn't that... Didn't Alien and... Pre... Alien... Uh, sorry, Aliens and Terminator both follow the same director model? Or something oh, they were where both. the same guy directed the. I think it was Ridley, did Ridley Scott direct the first, the first Terminator as well? Who directed the first Terminator? James Cameron. James Cameron did the first and second. Did do both of them? I thought you. All oh, right, I thought James Cameron yeah. did the second one. No, James Cameron did the first and second, and Ridley Scott oh. did the first. Alien. Then. Then James Cameron did the second. And everyone, but. Uh, I don't remember who did the third Aliens in uh, I don't David, want to talk. Uh, David Fincher. AKA Mr. Fakelove. Was it? Yep. And, yep, David Fincher. 100%. Look, I've, I've seen Aliens 3 when I was like 14, 15, and I'm sure someone gave me a long, the special edition where it doesn't come out with a dog, it comes out with a warthog instead or something. And, I've never it's, seen that version. If it exists, I'll just take your word for it that it does. It's the Aliens D special edition. I've seen Alien Two special, Aliens special edition. Yeah, they, yeah, the first one, Alien special edition, doesn't really add too much apart from when you see them going out to the what do we call it, like the ship. Is that not the main change? Oh, that and they add in. You, you see the turrets a lot more. They keep going back to the turrets. That's right enough, because Alien 3 was, was uh, Fincher's first movie. Before that, all he did was music videos. And all he did for a long time after was music, was music videos. Until he did... Until he did 7. Oh, what's in the box? Three years later. No one so he took, he took a, a three-year break from directing after Alien 3. I, I heard Alien 3 was, was a nightmare. Like, it was meant to be on a wooden planet and all that sort of shit, and Aye, that was the uh, William Gibson script. Then people walked off and 
they killed. Yeah, they did. They did all that to 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 save Newt. Then Newt just dies in the first couple of minutes. So. <laughs> yeah, it was. I was going to be a prison planet with, like, it was not. Yeah, it was. No, it was going to be. No, it was going to be a monastery. It was going to be like a monastery on a wooden planet. It's and it went back to one alien again. Then I don't know. I wasn't a fan. I think were they not water aliens and a hybrid in the film after that? Was that what I'm thinking of? What was that? In, in Alien 4 or Alien whatever it was fucking called. Oh, Resurrection. Resurrection, where the Gurney uh, Weaver has... Oh, yeah, the Gurney Weaver has powers. <laughs> Let's, it's fucking in Prometheus. I went to the cinema for that. I think I actually went to the fucking... Uh, the big giant cinema. Like, uh, IMAX. Did you not come did I go see that one? Did I go see that one with Elder? I might have been with you, but I remember being... I'm sure I saw it in Linwood. Maybe I went with my dad. When it it comes to, like, 70s, like, sci-fi... My dad doesn't like Alien alien franchise, so he wouldn't have gone to see it. Maybe he would have. I might have went with you. I can't remember who I went. I might have... Oh, fuck. Was it... No. I didn't see it in IMAX. I seen Tron in IMAX because I thought that would be really good. Tron Legacy. Uh, still never seen it. I've seen most of it, but not the whole thing. No. Oh, you want to watch it up to Daft Punk? Show you up? Pretty much, yeah. All right, Daft Punk. Yeah. Do we get to see their faces now? Or are they still keeping that a secret? If you know who they you are, you find them. There is, it's kind of like the Stig Chris like if you it, it's kind of an open secret to the people in the music industry everyone knows what they look like or who they yeah. are but it's kind of kept away kind of like the Stig uh, everyone knows but no one, no one says yeah got to keep up the got to keep up the mystery I'm gonna have to look this up because I've never actually seen rumors. I don't think I've actually cared that much, to be honest. They're they're sitting in the they're sitting at like a French music festival, well, and you see them, and they just look like two older French gentlemen. Like I'm what still on the ball. They look like two older French gentlemen. I'll send you. I'm sure I've I've actually got. I can find it easily. Yeah, send me the link. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm probably missing something. Do you want them young? <laughs> I think that's a good place to end his head. <laughs> I have to go off but, topic again. We, it always seems to go off topic, Chris. Like that seem, We mostly end up talking about... Obstensibly, we talked about the shows. They were there. They were definitely mentioned. We got our theories in. Yeah, they are theories. And who do you think, like, call the power broker? If it's not Sharon, it's got to be that other woman, you would think. Or it's or someone. someone... Or they'll just never reveal it. And they'll just go tease at the end. They'll just show, like, one gloved fist or something at the end. Yeah. And it or... just says PB on it. I, oh, I, don't think power have, I don't think the power broker would have embroidered linens. 
I don't think that's his given name. Right, what I'm playing with here was he that Zemo said that he met him before the Sokovia. He's met him before. Why he met the power broker? Yeah. So he used the the gender pronouns of him. Of he. Did he? I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to look for that again. In the episode when they were in Majapur. So oh, that makes me think it's he is, at least. So it's also not Sharon then. Because otherwise he would have known that. Or she could have just killed him and took over as a power broker because Majapur, that's how you mm, That's true. That that's how you get ahead. Just murdering someone, you're like, I'm the power broker now. So fuck no. I just, I just, maybe it's maybe it's just Wolverine. Walks in with these <laughs> walks in with his eye patch and his white suit. I would be like, I, I would shit myself. Like, <laughs> I, I, I would, like this is this is the way we introduce Marvel to Wolverine to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's, he's the power <laughs> broker because I watch it at eight o'clock in the morning. You would be getting a phone call at fucking nine o'clock. Like you watch it yet? You watch it yet? And you'd be like, "Fuck off, bro!" And I'm trying, I'm trying to sleep. Fuck off! Not even had breakfast yet. Because I just get up, go to the toilet, come back at like eight o'clock and put it on. I'm like, I'm not letting no one, no website, no Facebook post is going to destroy this for me. Like I want to be on. That's why I watch wrestling so late and stuff. Like that's why I stay up and I used to stay up for Game of Thrones also. So I was like, yeah. I'm not being ruined. The Yanks aren't getting this before me. No, sorry, just saying. I don't know my hearing aid. How's the hearing aid going? Like how? Yeah, how's the? Just realised I have to I have to clean it practically every morning though. Waxy or just dust or? Uh, just literally, in, like the smallest thing can block it. I, the so I'm not I, guessing. Like the first day after I got it, I was like, "That's weird. The right one's not working." Phoned up the hospital, and she's like, "Have you got like this wee black tube that I gave you?" I was like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Yeah, just run that through. Pretty much a speck of dust can block these things because the tubes are so thin." I thought you would get one of those, like you know, the thing you use for cleaning keyboards, just blast it with that daily. <laughs> what? The, what? The, like a. Uh, what the compressed, compressed air. air? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that would be any use. The, the nozzle, so the thing, the, the tube's so small, it would probably just be worth it, probably wouldn't do anything. Yeah, I, I, I for, although I didn't need to do that. Thing. Oh, that reminds me, I need to do that to my keyboard because that's getting fucking filthy. All, 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 all the knowledge of compressed air I've got is turning the can upside down that shoots out freezing air, and you get chemical burns. I'll get chemical burn scars from working in that mailroom, you know that? From people yeah. thinking that's funny to just. Turn it round and you're sitting working. They would just put it through the hole in the chair and like shoot it up your back. <laughs> Look like if I worked in fucking Chernobyl because of those bastards. I don't think that's it. Where was it? 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 Where the good thing is, it's got a volume control. Is it both ears? So, so I can turn, so I can turn up and down if I just want to ignore people. I mean, I can't, can't, can't ignore them. Can't ignore people fully, but people don't know that. Chris. At least, at least I got plausible. That's, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, I can yeah. do it to strangers. Strangers don't know. No, people do not know. So, 
that's us coming up for our two hours, Chris, and I feel that this is where we should call it a day again. <laughs> two more, one more episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier to go next week. Then we've got, got a few choice. Then, then, we got to, then we got to figure out what, what excuse we're going to use to just go to pretend we're going to talk about a topic next next time after that. Yeah, well, we could talk about Blade, and that's all we would have to do is play that cool scene tune in the background and talk about how Blade was awesome. I think that's the end of the conversation of how, how <laughs> yeah, vampires can stop. Yeah, the, the com- Blade conversation is over. The like, Vampires can actually stop being killed by the sun by putting on sunblock. <laughs> There you go. Ah, if only we could do that. Yeah, that, that's it. That it just changed every vampire film ever. It's Factor 50. Maybe that's... Maybe that's why the ones from, from Twilight Sparkle. Maybe it's not a genetic condition. Maybe they've just got, what, maybe they've just got like body glitter sunscreen. Who the fuck thought that up? You're like, we don't die in it, like, we sparkle. You're like, at the time, that must have been, like, the coolest thought ever. You're like, what happens if they don't die? What happens if they just sparkle? And someone went, that's a good idea. Like, that's, that's awesome. Oh, fuck those. Goddamn tweeners. Yeah, right. I, I, I need to go to the toilet now, Chris. So I'm calling it. <laughs> no worries. No worries, man. I will catch you next week. Thanks anyone that listened and thanks anyone that listens to this later on pod on whatever podcast platform you listen to it on. All right. It will be under what it usually is of Mouth of the Clyde. Then you'll see us there. Thank you and good night. Good luck. Bye bye. We'll figure out an intro we'll figure out an outro one of these days. We'll get there. Get there. Bye, Chris.